welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, On Topic, a show where we talk about tabletop gaming topics of all kinds. I'm one of your hosts, Fletcher. I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. I'm frantically trying to find the show notes um, because I pulled up a picture of Chris that was embarrassing. You should join our live audience. Um, We're so professional. 250 episodes and we still can't get the intro right. We'll get it. We'll get it next time. Wait, Kitty, what are we talking about this week? This week, it's our 250th episode. We're looking back at the last five years, which is actually six years of games. And we're doing that all in an hour. Of course, we're not going to look at all the games, but we'll look at the top 10 as rated by BoardGameGeek from each year and maybe have a few call-outs of our own. But first, as always, a thank you to our Patreon friends of the show, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, Sahara Wentworth, and the Gift of Games in Grand Lake, Illinois, who, where, who and where, who and where you can find at thegiftofgames.com. And a huge thank you to all of our patrons over the last 250 episodes. Now, I need to emphasize right away, this is not our 200, this is not our five-year anniversary episode. This is our 250th episode. And Josh would let you know if you've joined in the last, I don't know, episodes where you don't know who Josh is. Well, listen to next week's episode, which is episode 251, which is going to be exactly our five-year anniversary because calendar math works that way. And yeah, that one that one's going to be cool. But this week, we also have a live Zoom audience. And our live Zoom audience is amazing. And everyone who joined us tonight for our live Zoom audience will be entered in a special giveaway for next week at 200, our 251th episode. And I'm not even going to say what it is because 51th. I don't want to say what it is. 251th. Um, actually, I'm going to say what it is because otherwise people are like, hmm. Should... We're going to give away two gift cards of $251 each next week. Why two? Um, I don't know. It sounds cooler than one gift card at $251. So that's what we're doing too. And so that's what we're giving away next week. Now, you can... One of those gift cards is going to be a Patreon-only drawing. Every Patreon will have one entry. Uh, regardless of your level, you'll have one entry. And it does not matter if you've already won our 2021 giveaway this year. Um, you will still be just re-entered for that. So one person one person from our Patreon. It is not too late to join. For $2, I think, you can join our Patreon and be entered in that. Um, I don't know if that's Patreon legal, but hey, it's just what it is. Um, but the other one will be anyone who has entered our 2021 giveaway And again, everyone will only have one entry for that. But whether you've won or not a game, doesn't matter. Everyone will be entered into that with a single entry. So that's what we're doing next week. And it should be exciting and fun. And I'm excited for it. Um, Christopher Dong says, but 251 isn't a multiple of 52. And this is true. And Josh did not approve this, although he will likely be joining us next week. It's still Josh, so I don't know, but he did commit to saying he'd be here. <laughs> um, but, so he should be here next week. Uh, but the math works out this way because we took a summer off, and we had eight weeks where we were doing reruns, and we took a few weeks off, two weeks off, three weeks off, just this past summer. And so it all came out to 251 is now a multiple of 52. Uh, <laughs> so, Yeah. That's how it works. If you would like to be here when we do our live giveaway, then you can join us at tabletopgametalk.com slash live Monday, 8.30 Central Time. Okay, that was a lot of me talking. Uh, How are you guys? Actually, Kitty, how was your week? (laughs) I'm giving Fletcher some extra time. Um, You know, 
babies getting teeth, like nine of them at once or something like that. Um, wow. It's like yeah. a piranha. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, that's super, super fun and great. And I'm very well rested and excited to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, this... <laughs> This last week was potty training week for Zachary, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were kind of not great, and Friday it just clicked, and now we're great. So I'm like, awesome. Uh, Mostly daycare handled all of that, the hard stuff, so I'm like, okay, that works. But yeah. Uh, Fletcher, have you been teething or potty training? Uh, No, I haven't actually. (laughs) (laughs) So your week's been better than both of ours. Awesome. Yeah, I've just been taking care of my dog. Aw. So, yeah. We went to the beach on Saturday. It was gorgeous. I got a sunburn. It wasn't my fault. (laughs) It was the sun's fault. It was the sun's fault. So, this is a public service announcement. I'm about to do a public service announcement that has nothing to do with don't buy games on Kickstarter because, you know, they're... This is your brain? This is just... This is is not your brain. This is your brain on sun. Okay. So... You know, suntan lotion is greasy and gross, and most humans don't like putting on suntan lotion because it's greasy and gross. Well, I don't, I'm one of those people. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not going to be on the beach on a sunny day and not wear suntan lotion. So I got the spray stuff. So the spray stuff you just spray on, and it's, it's not as bad, right? Cool. Um, when you spray on suntan lotion, afterwards, you also need to rub it into your skin. Yes. Because at present, I look like a lobster who spray painted himself white and missed a lot of spots. <laughs> it is so ridiculous. I would send pictures out of what I look like because it's so, so ridiculous looking. But at the same time, I have to take my shirt off and that's illegal in like 38 of the 50 states. Yeah, 12 states are a little bit, you know, they're, they're more liberal than others. But um it's so bad. <laughs> like you could, I could have written my name in spray paint, and that's basically what it looks like. Also, I'm in so much pain, but I'm I'm medicating with um, ibuprofen, Aleve, with, and, and whatever. Rum. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, basically, I'm, ah, tonight's good. So, um, yeah, that's that's that was my weekend. Just getting sunburned. Getting sunburned, and seeing dinosaurs, and riding trains, and. All the stuff you do with a toddler who's potty training and you're trying to like just overly you reward him. You saw dinosaurs? For... We did. So there's a place down the street from us, uh, about 20 minutes down the street, and it's called Volo's Auto Museum. Yes, I know. I said dinosaurs. But antique cars. This museum's been around for a really long time. And I guess this year they added a dinosaur garden. And my in-laws, real well, my father-in-law is really into antique cars so he loves this place so they decided they wanted to take zachary there to see this new exhibit which is like this dinosaur park so we went there on sunday and it was actually quite cool so it was antique cars and dinosaurs and a lot of me making old jokes about my father-in-law so it was fun all around so just a bunch of antique stuff a bunch These of antique, antique stuff. organisms and antique cars yeah. Yeah, apparently the cars weren't old enough, so they had to go back to dinosaurs. <laughs> is this not <laughs> old Rassic for you? How's like this for old? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there was a, uh, you could watch it's like 65 Dino. 65 million or, years old. 
55 million. You could ride Dino from the Flintstones as one of the rides. So we did that eight times. We rode the Dino ride, which is literally just a purple dinosaur rocking back and forth. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, all right, let's talk about some games. Also, let's talk about Kitty. This is your 247th episode, give or take about an extra 100 episodes. But we'll just say it's 247. How do you feel? Um, Tired? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I covered that in my, how was my week? Um, I don't know. Um, About games, about life, about podcasts? Let's pick the last one. Podcasts. I enjoy listening to them. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I. This is what you get for another 250 episodes. More riveting commentary. (laughs) You're welcome. Edge of your seat. (laughs) No, I. I have really enjoyed what a hot being a take from Kitty. Podcast. Um, Podcasts. I like them. (laughs) Um. No, I I think that it's been really nice being part of the podcast. I think it has kept me in the gaming world much more than I might have stuck around if I hadn't had the motivation to, to yeah the, the the podcast <laughs> to uh, keep me involved. And it's been nice to have that going on. And um. I don't know. I, I like it. I like being a part of this. I like talking to you guys. I stayed connected to you guys. How likely would it have been after we all moved like 45 minutes away if we didn't have a reason to hang out every week that we would still be? I didn't, I didn't move 45 minutes away. You, you stayed, stayed put. put. How could you? <laughs> so, Fletcher, you have been on more episodes than you haven't at this point. And I'm just going to trust that that's true because I'm not doing the math on this. But... um. So you did a podcast. Well, all right. So there was a question in the chat. How many podcasts has Kitty started? I think two. This is one and then another one. Um, Fletcher, you were on a podcast before this one as well. What was it called? It was the uh, Drinking Games. No, 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 no. I'm not talking Tabletop Game Talk. I'm talking you were on a different podcast altogether. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a podcast. It's no longer... There, you might find it in some places. Uh, it's called. It was. It was called FKRS, um, and it was basically me and a friend just like talking about whatever we wanted to talk about on a podcast. I don't know so how many very, episodes we had. Maybe like, maybe like fifty or so. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, so, how do you feel about being on a long-lived podcast? Which is not saying much because all that means is we're too stubborn to stop. Not that our audience demands we keep going because I've gotten a lot of emails to the contrary to that, but please yeah. stop. Please. Stop <laughs> on my feed. I would unsubscribe. It's getting that, embarrassing I, now. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I would rather make fun of you than hit the unsubscribe button. So please just stop publishing your podcast. <laughs> um, I think it's great. Uh, I've always loved doing, um, podcasts you know radio before podcast i was actually a a dj radio host on uh at my school at uh where i went to university and i did that for two years um was a was a radio dj for my college radio station so i've always been interested in radio and podcasting and everything so this is just an extension of that and sometimes we loop 
Fletcher in, well, back when he used to work with me, uh, we looped Fletcher into doing voiceovers for some videos and stuff as well. <laughs> that's so. true. That That's out there somewhere, I think, for, <laughs> somewhere. The, for the project that I was working on. They're like, hey, can you do a voiceover for this thing? <laughs> So uh, we have a question. FKR Kitty's Church. Uh, was that just your first names, initials? Uh, yeah, it was just a co- combination of our initials. Uh, so it was uh, my name, Fletcher Rhodes, and then my buddy's name, uh, Keenan Schneider. So it was just a mix-up of those. I like it. All right, let's talk about games because uh, we're 13 minutes into this and we haven't even talked about games yet. And we have a lot of years to talk about. So this is what we're going to do. If you're in our live audience, you will see my screen right now. And this is not to the live audience benefit or to leave out our listeners. It is because this morning I texted my friends, Kitty and Fletcher, and said, hey, we are going to do an episode on games for the last five years. And what I really wanted to text them was, hey, I want you to pick your favorite games in the last five years for each year, which actually turns out to be six years worth. Uh, We'll talk (laughs) about that math in a second. And ready, go. Now, if I had thought about this earlier, which I had, and if I had informed my co-hosts earlier, which I didn't, that's what we would be doing. Instead, we're going to modify this a little bit. And we're going to look at the last six years of gaming. And the reason that six years is Terraforming Mars is literally the top spot of 2016. First game we are going to talk about. (laughs) It's the first one. And we're not going to necessarily talk about every one of these games. We're going to look at probably the top 10 for each year as rated by BGG. And just kind of give our impressions of like where that hit in doing the podcast. And as I was putting these lists together, I'm like, wow, a lot of games from 2016 when we first started this this show are still on my top favorite list. And I don't know if that's because 2016 was such a good year, which it was, or if because 2016 was when I started doing the podcast and I started focusing more on games, which was also true. So, 20 so the reason there's 6 years is cuz 2016 is when Way we started. To your 20, own question. Uh, <laughs> wait, did I answer my own question? I, I didn't yes. even mean I'm still trying to introduce. I'm I'm not good at this yet. Um maybe <laughs> We've episode only had 250 times <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to get it right. You'll nail it next episode. Uh, I'm gonna get this right. All right. So 2016. Let's talk about the year 2016. So what you guys are seeing on the screen, I'm just gonna uh, list out the top 10 for everyone who's not looking at this. They can see uh, Terraforming Mars, which is currently ranked at number four overall. Star Wars Rebellion, currently ranked at number eight. Great Western Trail is number 10. Scythe is 14. Feast for Odin is 22. Arkham Horror the Card Game, 23. Mansions of Madness, second edition, 34. Mechs versus Minions, 48. Aeons and 61. And Clank, a deck-building adventure, is 72. So those are the top 10 games of 2016. All of them are still in the top 100, which were the rankings overall. And many of them are very high. How many of these games have you played, Fletcher? I have played three of these games. Terraforming Mars, Scythe, and Mansions of Madness, second edition. And how much do you love these games still today? Um, I really like Scythe. I don't own it, but I do like the game a lot. Um, I like Terraforming Mars. I like it more now when it's on my iPad and it... uh, Gives me a hint of what cards I can actually play this turn as opposed to figuring it out myself. Um, I kind of like Mansions of Madness. It, 
not one of my favorite games, but it's okay. I'm going to have a comment on that. But first, Kitty, how many of these games have you played? I played Terraforming Mars, Great Western Trail, Scythe. I tried to play Arkham Horror, the card game, and got like five minutes into the rules and gave up. All right. And what do you think about these games, though? Um, I still really enjoy Scythe. I like Great Western Trail, but not that much. Um, <laughs> All right. It's like it's like in my top 100, maybe, but it's not like in my top 10. I Mars, meh. I I agree with well I agree with nothing you've just said uh, except for the terraforming <laughs> Mars man something new um, and different for this podcast I know so for 2016 the only game on this list that I have not played in in what was listed here is Aeon's End for 2016 I have played Aeon's End Legacy but not Aeon's End as is written here terraforming Mars my rating on this has gone up my original rating for this was a five it is now a six. Out of 10. Is that out of so, 10? Okay. It's out of 10. Yeah. It's still an eyesore. There's still too much going on. It's still too long. There's still so much I don't like about this game. But with the app, I've started to appreciate why people like it. And it's just for me, it's it's just the game's too long for what I have to look at. I just can't look at Brown for that long. It's It hurts. It hurts. Um, Star Wars Rebellion. Love that game. Great Western Trail. Love that game. Scythe, love that game. All of these would be, are in a top 10 of something. Feast for Odin, really like the game. Lots of setup time, so I don't play it that often. Arkham Horror, the card game. Uh, it's in my top three. Mansions of Madness, second edition. So, Fletcher, I will agree with you on this one. I want to like this more. Yeah. I think the miniatures of this game are the real problem. What I'm thinking of doing is just throwing all of the miniatures away and then playing the game except for the investigator minis. And I think I would like this game a lot more. The biggest problem with Mansions of Madness is the fiddliness of it. And a lot of that fiddliness comes with the the miniatures for the monsters, which are completely unnecessary since there's nice artwork tiles that can take their place just, without any problem. Well, just also like all the all the AI movement stuff, it just takes forever. It, there's a lot there. I, I need to pull this out. I've actually pulled, it's on my table of I need to play this again. And it's been sitting there for probably three months now. I'm going to play this again. I'll probably play it solo just because I can get a quick game out. But um, I there's a lot here. Also, I have Arkham Horror, the card game, which I really, really like. And I just finished a campaign. I, I'm in the middle of another campaign. So like going to Mansions of Madness, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I could be, card, I could be playing the card game. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Mechs versus Minions. Loved that game. Have not gone back and replayed it. But I really, really, really enjoyed it. And then Clank. <sighs> Clank, I really like. But to me, it's a fairly casual game. Clank Legacy was really good. I would never pull Clank out just to play it to play it. It's it's okay. Um, I've, I've rated it an 8. Because when I do play it, I enjoy it. But yeah. Uh, any other games from 2016? And I know I'm kind of... Um, I'm going to mention two. And then you guys, if there's anything as you... Well, I'll just kind of scroll down this a little bit. Um, Pyramid Arcade came out in 2016. This was a big deal because this was episode 13 that we covered this. And we went from a couple dozen listeners to a couple hundred listeners because Looney Labs re- like put our podcast as a link from Pyramid Arcade. Burke's Gambit also came out this year. Anything, uh, any other games that you can guys 
want to call out for this year. I'm going to kind of slowly scroll through this. There's a few other ones I kind of want to mention, but I'll sushi let you go partying, Secret them. Hitler. I was going to say sushi go party should definitely be one that Fletcher highlights. That was one we've heard a lot about from you. <laughs> um, I would say Santorini is another one. And yep. uh, worth mentioning, San- role player. It's just like Yahtzee. And it's just like Yahtzee. That was that was early on. And role player. So 2016 was when role player first came out, and it has now started a franchise. Mm-hmm. Like there's there are four at least four different games in that universe that are very different, plus multiple expansions to role player. Um, Inish came out that year as well. Uh, Pandemic Iberia. We played that. Um, oh my god, her name was just in my head. And now it's escaped me. Christy. Kitty saved me. Christy, yes. <laughs> I was just about to say, and then it disappeared. Played that at Gen Con, I played. Gen Con or Origins, I think Gen Con. One of those big Ooh, conventions. It was one of those two. Yep. Uh, Captain Sonar came out this year, uh, which is an amazing party game that if you can get eight people to play this, it's a team-based game. There's also a, a version of Captain Sonar that plays, uh, well, this one actually plays two to eight, but there's another version that plays two to four. Uh, which is a little more streamlined. Santorini, I was going to mention. Secret Hitler came out that year. Uh, Tyrants of the Underdark really should have gotten more expansions. Hero Realms came out. I Ooh. did not I'm, not... I'm not crazy about Star Realms. I love Hero Realms. Hero Realms is now doing an app that I just backed, and I'm super excited for that. Imhotep. That one came out. I like that one. Imhotep, which is, was, yeah, another fantastic game. I think I still have that one as well. Um, You're not allowed to get games, rid of that one without... Given me dibs. It's one of those right. ones I feel like I'm not going to buy because Chris has it, but I should really just buy it. Cause. I have it and the expansions. Awkward Guest came out that year, which is kind of like the clue replacement. Uh, Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu. I gave this game to Fletcher and then I told him to give it back to me. Mystic Veil came out. Uh, so many. Star Wars Destiny started then. It's, it's been dead, died since then, but that was a Fantasy Flight dice-rolling collectible card game. Star Trek Ascendancy, which was a huge Star Trek game, which this is another game... Well, we were talking pre-show about games that could be good, but are terrible because of certain just aspects of it. Star Trek Ascendancy could be amazing, except it's a terribly developed game. Well-designed, terribly developed. Um, maybe that'll be a topic in the near future. Well-designed games that are just terribly developed. Or potential, like, I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Um, what else here? And this is, I'm just looking at the top 100 games going down. And it's super exciting for everyone to listen to me just kind of vamp while I scroll down the list. But I think this, those are the main ones. Oh, Insider. Insider. Ooh, I forgot we, about that game. T- yeah, we talk about this game. We've talked about it. Insider is 20 questions with a hidden knower not really hidden trader i was gonna say it's not really a trader but it's sort of a trader but like it's it's a really fun game yeah it is probably my favorite party game period like i can't think of a party game i enjoy more than this one uh but it's just a small it's from oink games and they do like these super small box games but it's just a list of like the rules themselves just download the rules read the rules and you can make up your own uh, phrases and words and whatever you want to do with that. But it's so, so good. All right. So that was 2016. This was the year that we came onto the scene. Let's go to 2017. Uh, the top 10 games in 2017 were Gloomhaven. That's 
Yep, that's when that came out. Twilight Imperium <laughs> 4th Edition, Gaia Project, Spirit Island, Pandemic Legacy Season 2. So, Pandemic Legacy Season 1 apparently came out before because it's I'm I think that was probably a 2015 game because it was did not show up on my list here. Uh 7th Continent, Too Many Bones, Anachrony, Clan of Caldonia, and Azul. Those were the top 10. And Fletcher, how many of these games have you played? I have played two of these games. I've played Gloomhaven and Twilight Imperium 4th Edition with you. <laughs> Half on a train. Yep. And Kitty. Half, that's how many- true. Half on a train. <laughs> Kitty, how many of games of these have you played? I played Gloomhaven. I played Pandemic, Le- Pandemic Legacy Season 2 and Azul. All right. I have played all of them except for Clans of, El- of Caledonia. And I-, I love them all. Uh, Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven was probably on a list of overrated games for me. I think Gloomhaven's amazing, but there's enough things about it that it pushes it down. It'll never appear on a top 10 list for me, even though I have it currently rated as a 10. The experience is worth that. Um, it's a little too fiddly. It is it, a little it, too It's f- awesome. Yeah. The setup time and the fiddly time of managing the game is what pushes it down for me. However, they have fixed those problems. There's apps that fix the problem. There's a lot of ways of fixing that problem. Twilight Imperium 4th Edition, I honestly thought I'd never play it. And this last, in the last two years, I've played it about a half a dozen times. Loved every game. Gaia Project, this is a retheme of Terra Mystica. I like Terra Mystica better. Gaia Project just seems so generic, even though it's the higher rated of the two games. Uh, Spirit Island, Ooh, this one's thinky. Love it, though. Pandemic Legacy Season 2. We're halfway through. Uh, we'll finish it eventually, we right? We have Can been you? for, like, you know, when did this Four come out? Years? 2017. Well, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oops. Seventh Continent. Uh, very good. I've never completed a game of Seventh Continent. Well, I've never won a game of Seventh Continent. I guess I've lost a game or two of Seventh Continent. <laughs> Too Many Bones. Love it. Anachrony. Love it. Azul. Not bad. I like it. I like it. It's good. Um, let's take a look at other games in 2017. So a few of them that I've mentioned that I've seen here. Fantasy Realms came out in 2017. Currently, this was nominated for the Spiel des Jahres this year. And Kitty and Fletcher, just so you know, I am just stalling so that you can go through the list on your own. But um, uh, Mythic Battles Pantheon also came out in 2017, which is a fantastic game that is just too big to play. But the game itself is very, very, very good. Other games. Uh, you guys have any that you want to mention that came out this year? Um, so I didn't hear if you mentioned mm-hmm. Sagrada or Near and Far. Those are both two that yeah. I enjoyed this year. Yep. Near and Far was the follow-up to Above and Below and had a lot more story. The predecessor to Now or Never, which is not currently out yet. Um, and tangentially related to... Um, ouch. Sleeping Gods, so which is not really related. It's still just Ryan Lockett, but Sleeping Gods has so much more story. Century Fox Gollum Edition. Fox in the Edition. Forest came out this year. That's a oh, big yeah. favorite in our house, Fox in the Forest. Um, Photosynthesis came out this year. We shall not speak of it. <laughs> Next week, we'll speak of it. <laughs> Century Gollum Edition, one of my favorite games. Ethnos, one of my favorite games, came out this year. Ex Libris, a game that every time I hear about it, I'm like, why don't I own this? I 
should, but I don't. Oh, I just gave that one away this last week. Ah, this is what I get for not paying attention to my own giveaway. Oh, well. Every once in a while. Fletcher, do you see any on this list? Uh, I mean, Century Golem Edition. Um, that's a good one, but that's really... Fletcher, I me. can't believe you haven't played Azul. It is like... I have not played Azul. One of my family's most played games. You'll have to come play it. with my mom. My mom will kick your <laughs> and butt. <laughs> and it is a type of game that Carmen might actually like because it's super approachable. Very, very approachable, tactile. very easy to yep. pick up, but there's still like strategy and fun to it. Um, it can be very like you're doing your own thing, but it can also be very take that. It all depends on kind of how you're playing. Um, so me and my mom and my brother very much like play to make our own boards, but also occasionally like, oh, I don't have a good move. Mm, I'm just going to mess with you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yep. So that's kind of our flavor, but I know there's a lot of people who play very take that very like I'm not going for what I need. I'm going to stop you from getting what you need kind of a way, which is, you know, yeah, I don't own it. I've never owned it. I enjoy it whenever I play it, though. Uh, my little scythe actually came out this year, too, which started out as a fan variant on scythe. And then Stonemeyer Games like said, hey, that's a cool little idea little idea see what i did there and they made it an official thing um i own this game i will continue to own this game for eternity as i wait for my kids to grow into it arcadia quest inferno came out this was the first time that i did an all-in simon kickstarter i'm pretty sure and that changed things in my life apparently Tiny Epic Quest came out this year i love Tiny Epic Quest as far as the Tiny Epic series this is probably in the top Two or three. Uh, probably top two. I think I like this one just behind Tiny Epic Galaxies. The Lost Expedition. That was one I picked up, I think, oh. at Origins that year. And that was fun. That, that's your uh, Osprey game. Two players, right? Um, I think it's Osprey games. Uh, it is definitely two players. You can also play it solo. You're basically trying to race through the jungle to get to El Dorado. It's just kind of a line of cards that you're moving across trying to manage resources kind of a game the art on it's fun it's it's a it it's fine i like it it has made it through several um condensing callings collection (laughs) rounds yeah so uh plague inc the board game came out this year which is based on an app and Sydney and I really like this game. It's a very, very take that kind of game, but it's still a lot of fun. And uh, Chimera Station or Chimera Station, however you want to say that word, Chimera also came out that came out that year. <laughs> uh, the correct way. Yep. <laughs> um, you should make the computer say it again. This was something that happened during D anD D. We were fighting a Chimera, and every time he had to say it, Chris just made Siri say it for him. It was great. Pretend the H isn't there. It's, it's really the best way to do it. <laughs> Chimera. Yeah. So this is a game I will never get rid of, mostly on production quality alone, but it's also a pretty good game. I think that it went under the radar. It was a Kickstarter game that no one ever really heard of. But honestly, in the top 1,000 of games, so this was rated 982 overall, but uh, for this year, it was, you know, what, 92 or 93. All right. So that was 2017. 2017 was still pre-pandemic. We were still going to conventions. We were giving away games this year. Uh, this was the year that the Origins fiasco happened, and then we decided never to do a live show at Origins again. 
Wait, what's the origins fiasco? <laughs> we were moved oh multiple God. times. There were like six people did. in the audience. It yeah, was, it was. There was a yeah. We were moved. Was a lot. We didn't have a room at first. Like we had reserved a room, and then there wasn't a room, and then they moved us. And then by the time we were started to record, there was nobody there to record too. So we had like four people in the audience, but Spencer made it sound like there were a lot more and that was a lot That's of fun. That's his specialty. So, yeah. He's very loud. <laughs> that husband of mine. It was, it was a fun show, but we never did another origin show after that. Instead, we just did Jed Gun. All right. 2018 top 10 games. And this, I have to actually count down because my other ones, I was able to, I, I just knew because I had them all rated. Um, 2018, actually, I played most of these games, uh, but I don't have all the top 10 set. So, okay. Brass Birmingham, uh, Nemesis, Root, Everdale, Underwater Cities, The Quacks of Quindlenburg, T.O.T.O. Walken, City of the Gods, Architects of the West Kingdom, Rising Sun, and Decrypto. Is that the 10th one? 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, mm-hmm. 7, 8, 9, 10. Yes. Uh, and then a few, I'm going to go three more down on here, four more down on here, because these are all five more down on here, six more down on here, because these are all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is this was a good one, because we have a number 11, Endeavor, Age of Sail. This was um, a, a reprint. Well, it was reprinted later, but this was a good one. Welcome to one of the original earlier flip and writes that's pretty clever or ganchan clever which is one of the more popular roll and writes just one a very popular board game and then chronicle of crime and detective a modern crime board game all of these made a huge splash in 2018 and continue to make uh like all of these are still games you could buy right now or are super highly rated except for potentially underwater cities. I think this is the one that is not talked about as much. So, um, have I played all these? Uh, well, actually Fletcher of the top 10. So you only have to go to decrypto. How many of the top tens have you played? I have played one. I've played root on my iPad. Do you like it? I do like it. It's a fun game. John Sullivan says, I played none of these 2018 games. Kitty, how many have you played? Um, I don't know if I ever actually played Root. I had it in my possession. I watched several playthroughs, uh, but I don't think I did. And I think that's the closest I got to these top 10 games. I, I have played eight, no, seven, six. Oh, six. Ouch. That hurts. That hurts me. Um, I own Nemesis. I have not played it. I sent it off to a friend to play, and they've played it, and they really liked it. Uh, Underwater Cities. I kept hearing it was like Terraforming Mars, so I never touched it. <laughs> Quacks of Quinlanburg. I heard it was amazing, but it's called Quacks of Quinlanburg, so I didn't care. And none of the architects of the blah blah I have played at all, any of them. I probably should, but I do. Brass Birmingham played it this year, loved it. Root, I've played it so many times via the app and about a half a dozen times in real. Everdell, I've played a couple times. I really enjoy it. Um, Teotihuacan played a few dozen, uh, not a few dozen, uh, maybe a half a dozen times in person. Rising Sun played it three times. It was on my 10 by 10 grid at some point, I think this year. I really love this game, but it's a three to X game so it just doesn't hit the table decrypto not the easiest game to learn but an amazing 
amazing team versus team game. Now, I have played Endeavor Age of Sail, Welcome to Gonshan Clever, Just One, Chronicles of Crime. I have not played Detective. Um, yeah, I, I, this is... I can tell you why we didn't play any of these games. Because you know what else came out this year? Scroll down, scroll down, uh, scroll down. Oh, that's right. Keyforge. Oh, yeah. Keyforge. <laughs> Keyforge is great. Um, also, didn't your son come out this year? My son did come out this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a way to put it. I'm just saying. It is true. Uh, I had a yep. child this year. Uh, didn't stop me from being released. at Gen Con or Gamehole Con that year. No, yeah. or even skipping an episode. Like, yeah, I did not miss you, a single episode with him. You did not even skip an episode this year. Um, a couple of the games, Vindication came out and Gizmos came out this year. Vindication, I had no interest in that until about a year and a half later when I first played it. And Gizmos, I just loved from at first sight. Uh, Fletcher, any <laughs> games in 2018 that you played? Uh, I mean, besides Root? No. <laughs> besides Root. No, none of these. <laughs> um, um, some other ones we played. Betrayal Legacy was another one that uh, we picked I mean, that I, up I guess at like Keyforge that year. Yeah, Keyforge. You did play Keyforge. Yeah, Betrayal Legacy. We tried starting that. We've got through five. We're like games, three quarters of the way. No, we're like we're more than halfway through Betrayal Legacy. Maybe that was like our go-to for a while, and then um, the pandemic kind of shut that down. Um, Between Two Castles of Mad King Ludwig was one that I really liked, but it is very hard to find people who enjoy playing that with me. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, one of came yours. Out this year. Uh, the Mind. Sprawl- is it yeah, a game? I don't know, but it came out this year. It did. Sprawlopolis came out this year. I did not hear about it until last year. Um, Railroad Inc. came out this year, which I love. Um, Fletcher already mentioned Keyforge. Zombicide Green Horde came out this year. I had backed that all in because Zombicide Back Plague actually showed me that I liked a Zombicide game, and Green Horde was just an expansion to Black Plague. Um, if you see, keep Central going Eastern way down, Wonders. Detective Club was one that we had a lot of fun with, too. It's, Detective Club is so good. Another one it's of those games so that fun. just needs more, more people to... To love it and care for it. Kind of like Insider. Everyone has like a word and you're trying to describe it using these like abstract pictures and you're trying to figure out who doesn't know what it is. It's it's great. It's a social deduction Dixit is what it is. Yes. Um, let's see what else here. Grim Forest came out this year. That's another game that will be in my collection for probably a very long time. It's just, it's so cute and... I I just really, really like it. It's one of those family weight competitive games that you can just pull out and nobody takes offense to it. Um, Ford and Trojanum was this year. This was the year that we went to... Is this... I think this was Essen. This actually came out at Essen the year before. I don't know why it's even listed as 2018. Maybe. Um, Firebot Island came out this year. Or no, was this the expansion to this? This no, was this the was, year that you went to Essen reprint. because you picked up Detective Club at Essen. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, yep. Foreign Trojanum picked that up at Essen. Um, Teotihuacan Walken picked that up at Essen in German because they sold out of the English version. But it's a Euro <laughs> game. So you didn't really – like all the components were language independent. So we just downloaded the uh, – The instruction rule book. Gu- The PDF. <laughs> yeah. The rule book. And it's fine. But our box is still in German. 
So yeah, 2018. It's collectors we to, now. <laughs> it's yeah, we went to well, we went to Essen. I believe Sydney was let's see, Essen was in October. Zachary is born in January. So she was like six months pregnant at the time. Uh when we did our Europe Europe trip. This was our last trip before, you know, kids. Mm-hmm. And all going downhill from there. Into fun. Having Into kids fun. is great. <laughs> yeah, having kids is great. I I love them so much. They're, they're so cool. Uh, they, they go through phases. There's certain ages that they're cooler than others. But right now, we're, we're at cool ages for both of them. So I'm in a good mood. Uh, anything else for 2018? You're you have a one year old at this point. No, you have a you're actually at this point you I have, have been, yeah almost a toddler. Uh, by <laughs> the end of twenty eighteen, I was gonna say this is like under one. This is his zero to one yeah. year. But he was three. still already running around at that point. That is true. My kids walk early and often, much like Chicago voting. Yeah, my daughter still <laughs> is like, I will sit for you, but I am not walking anywhere. Why do I need to do that when I can just point and you move me? I'm like, eh, good point. Player four has been sleeping in a sleep sack, not so she stays warm, but so that she can't hoist her legs over the side of the crib because I'm worried about it. <laughs> I have not had that problem. I have not even, she's never been in a sleep sack. I just put her in her crib. We now put a towel in her crib. That's her blanket. And no matter where I put it, she will grab it and cover herself up and then go to sleep. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. She's ridiculous. She's a ridiculous human. And I just love her to death. All right. Speaking of ridiculous humans, 2019. That was a segue that made no (laughs) sense whatsoever, but we're going to go with it. Um, this year, actually, I get a little bit, well, we'll see this in a second. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. So, Wingspan came out in 2019. Mari Cabo came out in 2019. Marvel Champions the Card Game, The Crew, Clank Legacy, Barrage, PAX Premier Second Edition, Paladins of the West Kingdom, Tainted Grail, Fall of Avalon, and Lord of the Rings Journeys in Middle Earth. Fletcher, how many of these games have you played? I have played one, Wingspan. All right. And is this game as good as you thought it would be? Uh, I think this game is really fun, and it's much more fun as a board game than it is as an app. (laughs) The app is so bad. It's just so bad. Um, Kitty, have you? how many games have you played this year? Um, Only two of them, Wingspan and The Crew. Uh, and it is noted, John mentions that the crew actually came out in Germany in 2019, but in the U.S. in 2020. But that's okay. It's just so many of these of dates are so strange because a lot of them too. If they come out on Kickstarter, it's like the date it was launched, not the date it fulfilled, and so so dates might be off. And like we were yeah. talking about, um, Pandemic Legacy. I think we got it in 2016, even though it came out in 2015, because. It like, you know, there were 10 copies that came out at Gen Con that year, and then it actually came out in 2016. So, you know, there's that kind of stuff that happens all the time. Exactly. Yeah, I've played six of these. So I've played Wingspan, obviously. Mari Cabo, which is a kind of predecessor to um, Great Western Trail. In my mind, Great Western Trail is the superior game. Mari Cabo is fine. It's just not as good as Great Western Trail. Marvel Champions, the card game. This is a game I need to play more. I have every piece of content for this game. And 
I've played the early stuff and I just haven't got into it as much as I've gotten into other games. So I still want to love this game. I hear it gets better with time and the more stuff you have, I will trust it. The crew, I I want to say this game is overrated. It's a cooperative trick-taking game, but it's not overrated. It's amazing. I I love it. So much fun. It's amazing. It's just, if it's it's amazing. I, I can't say, I. it's just so good. Um, Clank Legacy, played through the entire campaign, loved every moment of it. We played it more of as a cooperative game. So it was Sydney, me, and Jen. Jen won almost every single game because Sydney and I just wanted to like complete all the quests. And we're like, we don't care if you win. We just want to make sure we get all the story unlocked. Uh, Barrage, I've never heard of it. PAX Premier, definitely heard of it. I... Just have never played it. Paladins of the blah, blah, again, or whatever West Kingdom series. Never played a single one. Tainted Grail, I started playing a campaign. I do like it. I just haven't been able to play a full campaign. I haven't been able to commit to it. This is my fear of commitment. <laughs> and then I'm Lords- so jealous of that one. That was one that like you backed it on Kickstarter. And I was like, I it, it was a big one. I don't normally do that kind of game. But I am very interested in Tainted Grail. I found out there's an app for it that like has all the story and all the management and all of that stuff. So, and it's an official app. So I'm going to actually start it up again using that app and I'm going to get through a campaign of this because can you just like zoom me so I can watch you play over your shoulder? I'm going to, I'm going to make you play with me. You're just going to have to come up here. No, coming up. Actually, we could do it. We could a hundred percent do this over Zoom because there's very little you have to. There's nothing you do in person. There's some dice I think you can roll, but yeah, you can roll them until you make me roll. I don't have any of those um, in my house. Oh yeah, that's all right. We'll <laughs> we'll get some on Amazon. I'll send you five thousand for twenty dollars. Please don't. And then Lord of the Rings: Journeys of Middle Earth. I own this game. I literally have it marked as my status owned. Want to play? So, uh, <laughs> all right, we'll zoom into that one too. I don't know. That's another one. Don't owned, no Chris owns, want to play would be my marking status on it. Yeah. Now, there is a few other games. I'm going to scroll down here. Okay. I see it. Um, let's see. Other games that came out this year Cartographers, Parks, Parks mm-hmm. uh, Res Arcana, which is a pretty good one, Watergate. Uh, and then the most important one, which is ranked 140 overall, which is shameful, is Cthulhu <laughs> Death May Die, which is uh, it is one of the best games ever made in the history of the world. Full stop. But I've talked about that before. Uh, the first Azul spinoff came out. Horrified came out this no, year. We just, there, there was the stained glass one, but we skimmed over it in a different year. Uh, okay, all right. The third Azul came out this that year. That might have just been a reskin, though. I don't know. I don't know what the differences are. I'm happy no, with the base they're, game. They're different enough. Uh, they're just, yeah, they're all right. Horrified came out. Uh, Glenmore 2 Chronicles. Undaunted. Undaunted Normandy was this one, which is a deck-building, dueling car, uh, car game. I have this ranked a six. I'm live-changing this right now to an eight. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have since played this and like played it multiple times, so now I get it and oh it's so good. Undaunted North Africa is better than Undaunted Normandy, but they're the same systems. It's just the scenarios in North Africa are better. Ands and Legacy came out. I have played 
much of this. Um, Tapestry came out. The uh, Taverns of Tiefendel. The Dune reprint. Star Wars Outer Rim. Love that one. Unmatched Battles of Legends Volume 1. Wow, 2019 was a good year. Tiny Towns came out. Uh, Twice as Clever, which is the Gonzo Clever uh, sequel, which I did not like as much as Gonzo Clever. Point Salad I have not played. Okay, now I can start skipping a few of these. <laughs> the King's Dilemma, which I really still need to get to the table. Cloudspire, which is a chip theory game. Uh, Century, A New World. So this is the third in the Century Spice Road trilogy that you could start combining things. Black Angel. Uh, Love Letter doesn't count. This is some other version. Love Letter's been out for a long time. Um, um, we skipped over Villainous. Came out, I think, 2018. But in 2019, I see, like, two at least two expansions already for villainous so yeah they had so many so many villainous so many expansions <laughs> so, so many. much villainous so much um yeah there's there's wow this was a good year 2019 until the very end of that year when there started to be rumblings of the world coming to a crashing halt <laughs> oh, I will say War of Whispers. War of Whispers is such a good game, too. Oh, should I give it a 7 or an 8? I'm going to give that one an 8. War of Whispers is so good. This is one where you're it's kind of a dudes on a map game, but you you can tr- you influence all of the different nations and depending on your secret goals, you're trying to get certain nations to be good or bad depending. Um it's it's very good. No, I'm going to give it a seven. I gave it an eight. I'm going to give it a seven because it does have some problems. Let's watch um, Chris live rate games <laughs> on BGG. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Next Anything week, we're just watching wanna... paint dry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Coloma. Uh, I've heard of that game, but I don't know anything about that one. Any, any other games in 2019 that made an impact on you guys? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, keeping it interesting for you. (laughs) Uh, You guys are awesome. Yeah, 2020 is going to be an interesting year because 2020 was an interesting year. (laughs) Why? (laughs) So if we're in the, if you're listening to us in the far, far future, um, yeah, 2020, the world locked down and board gaming, the hobby itself, sales never did better. Well, I mean, up until 2020, like it, it, they did a lot of good sales here. Uh, some of the games that were going to be released in 2020, though, ended up not being. So maybe some games made a bigger impact than others. And each year I can look at my top 10. I can be like, oh, I played most of these games. 2020, this is the year I, not, I didn't really play a lot of the games released because we were all locked into our house, right? So mm-hmm. the top 10. Uh, okay. Top, top number one was Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion, which I do not feel should be able to occupy the number one and number five spot. It's the same game, except for Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion is the game you should play first. And it's the game I recommend to anybody who wants this kind of adventure dungeon crawly game. Even though I've never played it, I don't need to. I played almost 200 hours of Gloomhaven. I get what Jaws of the Lion is. I will eventually play it. It'll just require the right time. Dune Imperium absolutely deserves to be the number one spot for 2020 for the best game. It's 36 overall, but it is so, so good. Last Runes of Arnok, I own it. It's um, I want to play. It's an own want to play. On Mars is number five. 
or number, sorry, number four. This is a Vidosara game, very heavy, haven't played it. Eclipse Second Dawn for the Galaxy, one of my favorite games, period. Pandemic Legacy Season Zero, I still have it in the shrink. Uh, Viscount You're not of the allowed West to Kingdom. play without me. If you play without I w- me, I will disown you. Fair. I don't know fair. if we have a relationship I can disown, but I will. I'll find All right. a way. Well, you, there is a way, <laughs> and I will not play this without you. It'll just be at some point I'm going to kidnap you and be like, "All right, you're tied up in this hotel room." It sounds bad, but we're not finishing. You're not leaving until we're done with season zero of <laughs> Pandemic Legacy. And you're like, "Okay, well, at least untie my right arm." I'm like, "Okay, fine." Um, Calico came out, and it is the number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm losing my spot. Eight. Kanban EV at number nine, and you skipped uh, five counts of the West Kingdom. After Pandemic no, Legacy Season Zero, I said Five Counts of the West. King- it's another West Kingdom game. I never, I've never played, but yes, that is number other thing. Um, Kitty, I'm going to make you say this number ten. Ugh, I thought this was eleven. I counted. <laughs> Let's just not say the name of the of this game. <sighs> Praga Caput Regani Regni Regani. I don't know. I well, how did this get- go ahead? This come is the at number- me every everyone no this is the number <laughs> 10 game for 2020 never heard and of i've it. never heard of it now the number 11 and 12 and 13 games i've heard so number 11 is dwellings of everdell um elder 12 vale. is beyond the sun elder vale, sorry um, Everdell. everdell has squirrels number- elder vale is different <laughs> Yeah, they have dragons. And the number of times I've confused those is ridiculous. I know. But Dwellings of Eldervale, <laughs> uh, Beyond the Sun, and then Underfalling Skies are the next three. And then Micro Macro Crime City came out in 2020. And it's ranked 327, even though it just won the Spill of Jars this year. So, yeah. Also, Forgotten Waters came out this year. Uh, wow. There's those. Um, Marvel United came out this year. Tang Garden, I hated it so bad. You Fort sure came did. Out. <laughs> a lot of other people liked it. I hated it. I gave it a five. It's still a gorgeous game. It's just so fiddly. Um, Seven Wonders Second Edition came out. Undaunted North Africa. Project Delete, the reprint by Simon, came out this year. Dice Throne Season 1 Rerolled, which was... I mean, Dice Throne came out early on. We actually did an interview with Dice Throne's... Uh, when it very first came out. I still love that game. Tidal Blades came out. It's sitting on my shelf. I want to play it. Whistle Mountain, though, is also on my shelf, but I actually want to play that one. Etherfields came out this year. Um, kind of. Splendor, Splendor Marvel came out to lackluster reviews. Not a fantastic game. Uh, Those are all the ones that are kind of jumping out at me. Any of these jump out at you guys? I mean, I didn't play any of these games. I own Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion, but I have yet to play it because I'm getting married. It's sitting right behind me. <laughs> I guess I only played Calico. Sorry. That's so it. So of all That's the all games that were released really, in 2020. Really liked it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2020 I really liked was... Calico, guys. What can I say? <laughs> it was just a messed up year. It really was. Um like, I just think a really lot of the games. little Kickstarters that I enjoyed that came out in 2020 did not make it into the top 100. But I don't know what those are. So, yeah. Oh, I My City came out, mm-hmm. of course. That was also one that was, um, I think it was nominated but didn't win. Or maybe it, it did 
win. Um, but my, I have not played My City either. Bonfire was another one that came out. There were a lot of games that came out in 2020. I just never played them because no conventions. All right. 2021. This is the year we're in now. Been around for five years. I feel like I'm going to have to sneeze in a second, but I haven't. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to hold it off. Um, top 10 games for 2020. And already 2021 is a better year for me. I just 2020 was not very good. Um, although I will say for overall rankings, 2020 is still like they haven't even broke the top 300. That's not unusual. 2021, I meant to say 20, 2021, the games haven't been around long enough to get enough ratings. But the number one game of 2021 so far at overall ranking 330 is Sleeping Gods. The next one being Destinies, uh, Canvas. Oath, Chronicles of Empire and Exile, Cubitos, Red Rising, Terraforming Mars, Ares Exposition, Bloodborne, the board game, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Kemet, Blood and Sand, and Meadow. Those are our top 10. And a lot of these, um, Fletcher, have you played any of these? I have not played any of these games, nor do I own any of these. Kitty, have you heard of any of these? The, uh, have we moved past the top 10? We can go past the top 10 in a moment. Okay. No, um, I have Canvas. I backed that. Um, You've played that, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So That's Sleeping it, Gods. Sleeping Gods. Um, I've played the opening mission or two or the opening, you know, basically the intro. Uh, I can't wait to actually find 20 hours to play this straight through. Like, I'm really excited for this. Destinies, I played multiple times. Campus, I played multiple times. Oath, I own, but I sent it to Shea Parker from RTFM. He's going to be doing a how to play, and he didn't get a copy of the game, so um, I sent him my copy so he can do that. So if you when you watch RTFM on how to play Oath, that's my copy. Uh, Cubitos, I have not played. Red Rising, I've played. I really like it. I like Fantasy Realms better. Uh, Terraforming Mars, Ares Expedition, I've given it a 10. I really, really like this game. Bloodborne, the board game, I've given it a 9, but I'm going to change this to a 7. <laughs> um, Kemet, Blood and Sand is okay. I have not played it. Meadow, I have not played it, but I want to. Cascadia. Imperium Classics is rated at 1288. I will Cascadia, be doing a YouTube I literally video on this. got while I was on vacation. It came in my giant box of mail. So I haven't played it yet, but it's on my on my table. I'm looking forward to uh, playing that with you. Hayden's Wall is one of the most complicated roll and rights. I have it on order. I haven't gotten in yet, yet, but when I do, I will definitely play that. Um, other games for this year, Zombicide Second Edition came out. The Crew Mission in Deep Sea is coming out this year. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. But it is some of these like it's it's rough because they're not actually out yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't get that one yet. Um, Ankh, Gods of Egypt, just came out. And when I first played this, I gave it a nine. The second time I played it, I gave it a ten. The third time I played it, my rating is firmly at a six. Ankh, God of Egypt, is potentially a fantastic game that can't be rated highly because there's just some major things that just are not good about it. You have to house rule it to make it fun, is is my my takeaway from that. I'll probably end up doing a full review on this one. But um, it is a good tactical two-player game. 
with some tweaks, you could make it a great tactical two-player game. Summoner War 2nd Edition came out this year. Um, oh, what else has come out? Have you guys played any good games that have come out this year? Played any games that have come out this year? I don't think Macaron. so. I talked about it last week. It was one of the Kickstarters I got. It's a cute little... Wait, which which one? Macaron. It is oh, a Macaron. Kickstarter that was backed cookies. by like 250 people. Um, but I'm enjoying it. It's a trick-taking game. Uh, plays one to five. So I always like a trick-taking game. You can play with two players. Uh, what else have I played this year? I don't think I've played anything else that came out this year. Um, the only other thing I backed from this year that has fulfilled is um alba the open worlds book which i don't know if that oh, counts yeah, that's, it it's does. fun totally counts totally i liked counts. it <laughs> um yeah like again this is 2021 so we're only about halfway through the year a lot of the big games come out near the end of the year uh there's there still have been a lot of good games already released in 2021 like i said the top of the top 15 or so most of these games are phenomenal and I cannot wait to play them. Uh, Railroad Inc., the, well, the expansions and the new green and yellow versions came out, which are great. Shut Up and Sit Down did a recent review on them. So there's there's a lot of really cool stuff that is out this year and more stuff that will be coming out this year that I am excited for and excited to play. Um, but yeah, that was just kind of a walk through five years of games. Kind of fun. <laughs> How, how's Player 4 doing? <laughs> She's great. <laughs> um, I believe Dad just went in to uh, give her some more Motrin, but um, oh. oh no, it sounds like maybe she's been released. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> we did mention at the there beginning there is a baby crying, she's, but she is being she's taken teething. care of. There is an adult <laughs> present. She's not just alone. <laughs> just like the TV, take care of that. So you may not hear it in the actual podcast audio. Yeah. You you might. You might hear this. But um, As you say, I'm pointed the right way this time. Usually I'm downstairs away from the, the noise, but I'm right next to it here. So Yeah, we're good. Aw, poor little lady. So anyway, that was that. Now, again, next week is our 251st uh, episode, our official five-year anniversary. We will be looking back not at games, but at experiences and just generally what the last five years on the podcast and playing games with each other and conventions and all of that um, come. And uh, Josh should be here as well. Again, I don't want to commit to that until he's actually dialed in, but he's promised me he'll be here. And we will be giving away (laughs) two gift cards. So join us if you can. If you can't, that's fine too. If you want to enter into our free giveaway, email us. If you want to enter into our Patreon-only giveaway, become a patron. Uh, To note, that second gift card, all of the patrons will also have be entered in there. So if you're a patron, you're entered twice. If you've emailed us, you're entered once. But everyone's entry counts the same in across the board for all those both those drawings. On that note, Kitty, why don't you do an undistracted reading of the outro and (laughs) we'll go from there. Okay. Tabletop Game Talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. 
If you'd like to follow us on social media, the links for Facebook and Twitter are in our show notes. Want to watch us record live? You can find a link for that in the show notes too. Comments or questions, email us at feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. Hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by your patrons. If you'd like to be one of these wonderful people, you can find out how by visiting our website, tabletopgametalk.com, and clicking the support us link. And there's a link in the show notes too. Finally, a huge thank you to our current patrons. Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, The Gift of Games, Sahara Wentworth, Jason Strong, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Jeremy Fisher, Terrence Miltner, Sean Peck, Christopher Dong, Jennifer Engelbrecht, Brian Arnold, Michael Yanikowski, David Sellers, David Radke, Jason Marks, Anne Reynolds, Christopher Letgo, Stephen Judd, Leanne Verholst, Joe Rackstad, Weatherman Keith, Paul Reamer, Jimothy, Ben Gary, Matthew Droke, David Rank, Nicholas Lotz, Jerry Wong, C. Marie, Justin Willard, Jason Rodney, Cindy Lum, Eric Hoffman, Adrian Dong, Faz Flintham, Eric Slander, Glenn Cotter, John Williams, Sir Sully, Andrew Fayesh, Kamal Berth, Peter Fleming, Gary Bunker, Lightning Steve, Jim Conrad, Dan C., Ryan Ellett, Danita Hersey, Sean P. Kelly, Mike Smith, Caleb O'Brien, Don Gilstrap, Aaron Moore, Ron Nelson, Agnes Toth, Charles Pearson, Jesse Wheeler, Ronald Roy, Tony Simpkins, David Garner, and Darren McClellan. And thank you to everyone who's ever been a patron. Your support does mean the world to us, past, present, and future. Until next week, keep playing games and having fun. So, the joys <laughs> of being a parent and playing games. We could do an entire episode out of it, but really we'd start every episode with it. So, yes. <laughs> I'm also not a parent. Oh, you have a dog parent. I was going to say, you have a puppy. In some ways, it's worse. <laughs> I suppose. In some ways, it's a lot easier. But uh... I-, I would say in most ways, it's a lot easier. I mean, I've done both. My children have never eaten my couch. I don't know if you're. (laughs) No, not yet. But they will pee on it. On that note. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.